0: cool
1: we're live not really live but we're recording okay perfect how you doing today Mashumi?
0: good how are you david
1: i'm doing great um thanks for thanks again for doing the podcast Absolutely. Um, we somehow crossed paths at the event the speaking event and i did not meet you but um, i know i know it's an honor to meet you now
0: <laughs> thank you same here and thank you for this opportunity absolutely um, i feel privileged to be able <laughs> to do this and you know talk about myself, my pathway, and my business. So yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what uh, this platform is all about—is promoting yourself and perfect. Yeah, so uh, I guess with that, tell me a little bit about yourself, your business. Um, actually, just tell me a little bit about yourself and like, were you born and raised here in, in Lansing, Michigan? Where'd you cu- where Where are you from?
0: Um, uh, so David, I was born in India. I came here when I was 24 years old, and um, I got... Move that closer. Sorry,
1: just move it slightly closer at the microphone. Is that better? Yeah, that's fine. Okay,
0: can we start again? Yeah. Okay, so um, I was born in India. I came here as a young adult. Uh, I went to school at Michigan State, um, and um, then got registered as a dietitian, and um, have been working since then as a dietitian, um, and before you ask me, I'm going to answer what sparked <laughs> my interest in nutrition. Um, growing up in India, um, I would notice my mom specifically when we uh, had minor injuries, uh, we were running a low-grade fever. Uh, typically, we would not go in and get medicine. We would just use Our mom would just use her kitchen cabinet to get uh, medication for us. Now, when I say medication, I just mean herbs and spices and things like that. Um, Growing up as I was going to school, it really somehow sparked my interest, and I would then ask my mom. For example, um, turmeric milk, which is called um, golden milk and is so touted for here, uh, is something we grew up having all through the winter months in India. It was a common thing. And uh, when I asked mom, she would always say, hey, it's going to protect you from cold, so, you know, uh, build your immunity. So, um, again, that sparked my interest in um, uh, natural healing, healing through foods. Um, and then, um, so I did my bachelor's and master's in India, Um in uh, human nutrition. At that time, it was not very common in India. Anyways, then I came to this country. I got married, and I came to this country, and I did my MS again in um, human nutrition uh, because um, it, it was my passion. And I was taught very young by my dad to um, work where our passion lies and not just work for money. So um, that was where my passion was, and then I got registered um, as a dietitian, I worked in hospitals. I worked for the county. I then, um, when I was uh, pregnant with my first, uh, with my oldest, I was looking for something, something part time instead of doing an eight to five hospital job. Um, and at that time, um, uh, one of my professors, in fact, from Michigan State, she offered a consulting position with a company that was looking. Or a consultant. And I started my first consulting with a long-term facility here in Lansing. Um, And then that just uh, grew. I did work part-time when my uh, girls were young, because I wanted to um, spend time with them, give them the time, and then uh, expanded my consulting business with long-term facilities, hospice, home care. Then as I was expanding that, um, a few of like our friends, family, they would approach me with individual needs. And so um, that is when I opened my own LLC, which is Dietish and Moshumi, and um, got my website started. And uh, ever since, I have not stopped, David. So that is my story.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's a, That's the American dream, right? Uh, like that's the uh, ideal dream where somebody comes from another country to go to school get a a degree and follow their passion and start a business and then be successful and that's the American dream right
0: yeah yeah and I feel very blessed um, to have been uh, to be privileged to have been uh, doing where my passion lies and to make a difference I think the field I am in I can make a difference in people's lives so that makes a huge huge impact on what i do
1: where did the passion for health and nutrition come from i mean obviously growing up in india you kind of witnessed that i mean i'm i'm sure like growing up in india and in any um, foreign country other than the united states health and nutrition i think a little bit more they eat healthier generally right like who you mean healthy like healthy eating's done more frequently than like here in the United States, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's not fast food. We yes. don't have the they don't have the junk food like we do. Yes,
0: so I will I will um, tell you a story. My first awakening when I arrived in this country, um, I um, came in and my eyes I'm mo- almost bald because um, I can't remember. I think it was McDonald's or whatever and the portion sizes were, like, humongous. <laughs> so I was like, you know, and I was new to this country, and I looked at my husband, and I said, is this for for me, or is this to be shared? And he said, no, that's for you. So um, you're right. That, uh, you know, that uh, sparked some of this interest, too. And then I was like, um, as I... Uh, Again, I'm a person who does a lot of research too. So as I was doing my research and looking at the community overall um, and looking into people's food habits, um, I realized, David, that most people tend to eat out like, you know, that's the norm versus how I grew up mm-hmm. where eating at home was the norm. You know, right. eating out was once an all while celebrating yes, something exactly. right um so uh again um uh, those are the changes i wanted to make through my uh profession let's put it that way so
1: so coming from the, or coming from india to the united states what did your eating patterns and uh lifestyle look like after, did it change did you eat, find yourself eating out more than what you typically would or
0: uh, not not uh, really no um i I still strongly believe um, the pattern of the way we eat um, is something that's set when we are young. Um, That's one reason why I really push young parents, uh, you know, uh, parents who have younger kids, to make sure the kids are trying different cultural foods, foods with different textures. You know, we are cooking more at home because I want them to grow up with that Uh, because then they are more apt to be doing that later on in life.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, eating is like the number one cause of so many things and so many problems in this country.
0: Yeah, 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 it it is, it is. I think eating and the whole lifestyle of, you know, sitting, working, um, uh, not moving around as much, uh, using cars to go Mm, anywhere, uh, I think those are some of the basic taking things. taking the elevator. Yes, of in exactly. The instead of, instead of walking <laughs> around and things like that. So yeah, I do. I do think um, the food and the pattern in which we eat. Um, when we, for example, when a family cooks at home and does family dinners, it it sets a regimen for the child or for mm-hmm. the whole family. It it makes a huge huge difference. Yeah, um, is my thinking. So. So I'm big on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that. That's awesome. So when somebody comes to you and they want to uh, change their, their lifestyle, they want to change their eating habits, what, what does that look like for you? What is, do you sit down and interview them? What, is, what does that situation look like?
0: So ever since um, David COVID started, mm-hmm. I have been offering mostly virtual, uh, which has worked out very well because then we are flexible, both my client and I am my i think the reason my if i can say so my business is so successful uh i, I always run a waiting list so wow. i think it is because i try to work with the person's lifestyle i do not um for example if you came to me david what i would do is send you an initial form which is a pretty detailed form, which tells me everything you do starting from morning to night. Mm -hmm. So say you are a person, I'm just saying, who loves um, a cold breakfast in the morning. I might be like, okay, you know, we'll work with you. We might do smoothies with and top it with the cereal um, in the morning. Or if you're somebody who does hot breakfast, how can we make maybe higher protein pancakes even? So I still will keep your food preference. I will take into consideration your lifestyle, uh, what you're doing, what time, you know, for example, um, a nurse, she might have, he or she might have 12-hour shifts. And so they have a very different lifestyle versus somebody in IT uh, might have a set lifestyle and they're sitting all the time. So then, you know, we are talking about Um, And even as a dietitian, sorry, I'm kind of changing pathways, I'm talking about four quadrants, which to me um, encompasses the whole lifestyle. What are the four quadrants? One is diet, of course, that's the main thing. Exercise, number two. Mm -hmm. In exercise, I also bring in movement, okay?
1: Like work. Exactly. Movement
0: meaning, you know, I need to get up. I need to get up and take a walk, even if I'm sitting in front of my computer. How do we do that? You know, how do I I incorporate some movement? Uh, With exercise, too, it's the same thing. You know, I don't want exercise to be a punishment. I'm not (laughs) looking at a short-term thing. I want it to be like a sustainable change. Um, So that's something I look into. Then I look into stress factors, what are our stressors, and what is that doing to our life? What can we do to reduce stress? Can we spend some, um, that, that's where I might ask what your morning ritual is. Do we have even five to ten minutes of my me time, or can we do some meditation? You know, there's many different approaches. Um, just giving you some examples. What kind
1: of things do you prescribe for that? Would it be, like like you said, meditation, yes, yoga, I am big, those kind big, of things?
0: Yes, I'm big on yoga, meditation. Um, and then overall, once we clean our eating patterns too, I've noticed stress levels go down. Mm. Because whenever I'm seeing a new um, client, um, I do have them fill out like a food fluid. With that, I also have them fill out like a mood pattern. And you won't believe this, but ninety percent, ninety percent cases, they tell me how much better they are feeling about themselves. So you know,
1: what does the typical uh, client look like to you when they co- first come in? What kind of what's their diet typically like? Is it just junk? Uh,
0: and then they're uh, no, no, not always. Some people are on regimented, you know, are pretty okay. regimented, they're good, and they might just come in, uh, because they might be like, Mishumi, we, we want to make an improvement from where we are. Mm, you know, right. there there's some that I also do, like couples, and sometimes they might come in saying um, they're getting older, they just want to incorporate some changes in their lifestyle. Then, of course, you know, I see people with, um, say, diabetes or higher cholesterol that want to you know, cut um, back, uh, you know, have better lab results. Right. Um, and of course, I have people that I help reach their weight goals. Um, I hate to call it weight loss. Uh, for me as a dietitian, I feel like health is inside out. My weight is a number. I'm not saying it's not important. What I'm saying is it is very important me to make sure you know your energy is at like your optimum level yeah. you're feeling the best you felt and yet you know i mean clients that want to lose weight they've lost their weight they've lost their weight but they just don't dip it because it's not one of those yeah. marketing gimmicks where you know i'm like cut those carbs cut the fat <laughs> cut this you know no 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 right we are still following the pattern that you were doing for example you might have a set pattern right yep. that you eat in and i am I'm going super to regiment oh, okay <laughs> oh, perfect so i will go ahead you know say if um, you came to me what i'm going to do is try to tweak that right, plan so right. it still works for you because again i want to make it a lifetime change yeah Not, not like a you know couple of months or something and right then, you know you're back to square ones yeah
1: that's the problem with uh looking at it from like a weight loss perspective is that you you get addicted to watching those numbers drop and then you start to lose like your physique a little bit like i've um recently lost like almost 15 pounds within the last little less than a year wow. um and mainly because i've been running like crazy um, I'm training mm-hmm. for a marathon, so oh, I'm just, sh- I'm just shedding the weight, Yes. um, but I'm still weightlifting. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. able to still lift the same amount of uh, sure. weight. Sure. I'm eating a little bit more lighter. Um, I used to eat steak and eggs for lunch every single day. Now I eat chicken and rice. So, um, just eat, you know, changing up those habits yes. like has tremendously served Helped me. You, yeah. Right? Helped me. Yes. Yeah. And I feel yes. better. I feel like yeah, I feel yeah, a lot yeah. better because like one of the things I was doing was, eating steak and eggs and then after lunch I'd have this crash mm-hmm. like I'd have this energy crash yep. and I'm just like yep. oh like exactly. I need to do something different
0: yes Versus now, with having your carbs in there, yeah. you know, you're probably not feeling that crash. No, Because, I feel good. yeah, you feel good. And then load it in with lots of vegetables, you know, fruits, whatever. And you've got a nice, balanced meal. Yeah. I mean, I know for uh, my daughter just ran half a marathon. i seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I have um, some people in my um, client load, you know, that are doing different kind of uh, things. Um, anyways, protein is very important, but... Mm-hmm carbs are also equally important yeah. because you know if you go on an all-protein diet that's not like you said you're going to feel that crash right like boom you know so
1: now do you what is your thoughts on like specific diets like a keto type of diet or like a carnivore type of diet what are you, what are your thoughts on those
0: those are not sustainable diets david i have had multiple, multiple people that have come to me because they are what I like to call diet failures. Uh, (laughs) Those are like all these yo-yo diets, you know. Mm, And granted, you know, do Do, a keto. Why do
1: you think that is, though? Do you think it's because of the discipline or do you think it's the the fact that they are kind of like starving themselves of having the things that they kind of want sometimes?
0: So it's both, David. One is... um, Many of these diets, um, I'm not going to name any, but I'm just going to say many of these diets might tell you to take one macro away completely. Now, there is a reason why our bodies need carbs, proteins, and fats, right? So suddenly, say, I put you on a very high-protein diet, it's going to create some stress on my kidneys. So there's many long-term effects. So people fall sick from following these different diets, I say eat everything in moderation. Of course, somebody that has diabetes, you know, I'm definitely going to um, look into the carbs Mm. and see how much of whole grain carbs even that they can have. So things like that. But when we are doing one of these marketing um, diets and, you know, we are losing like 10, 20, 30 pounds and feeling really good, we are not sustaining it. I'm, I mean, I can't tell you more and more how much, how much of this I see. And it's sad um, that people come to me after they've tried those diets. I'd rather they come to me before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but, of course, you know, we don't market it like they do. Because, right. Because um, they're sitting there. You know, that's what they're doing is marketing right. their um, different diets. But, again, it is harmful for your body to not, until and unless there's a specific diagnosis um everything that um a dietitian as a registered dietitian i say david is backed by science i'm not saying it because i'm saying it right (laughs) right yeah yeah yeah, versus somebody who's claiming they're like a nutritionist or something or whatever right they're just basically googling it and you know (laughs) saying hey you can't eat this you do this have so many grams of this whatever right
1: that's what i do um, <laughs> uh so do you do you work with macros at all
0: yes i do i do i do work with macros and you know um see where a person is i will tell you though i am not i and i tell people right in the beginning i'm not like a number person because a number when, like you said, just even with weight, you know, it can be either very disheartening or it can be like, go, 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 I need to do this. Right. Versus even if I am like tomorrow, if you gave me your food recall, um, you know, say I did a 24 hour recall, I would be of course gauging, again, because this is my profession, I would be gauging your calories. I might gauge how many grams of protein you're getting, uh, but what I'm looking along with that, which is super duper important, is the quality, okay? For example, you could get so many calories from a donut. You could get so many calories from, say, a multigrain bread. Mm-hmm. But the multigrain bread would be so much more healthier because it's got the fiber. <laughs> right, <versus Less> sugar. <laughs> exactly, no sugar versus, you know, a donut. I'm just saying. Yeah. So these are the things... I look for the quality. Like, right. you know, am I doing so much of red meat versus am I doing more fish or plant based proteins, things like that? So um, it, it's a whole circle that I, I'm looking at.
1: I got my blood work done um, last year, I think in September, and my cholesterol was spiked. Because I told you, I, eat, I used to eat steak, steak. all the time. Eggs, yeah. Steak and eggs. That was my diet. I did Gosh. it like a, pretty much a carnivore diet. Oh, goodness. And um, yeah, it was, it was pretty high. I don't know what it is now, but I'm sure it's a lot lower. Oh,
0: I'm sure it is. If you've changed, so I will tell you this. I give this example to a lot of people. I had a 70-year-old woman that came to me, very motivated. That, <laughs> that was there. Um, we reversed- her blood sugars, of course, you know, things like diabetes or even high cholesterol. Maybe we cannot completely reverse it, but we can keep it at bay. So if a 70-year-old person can do it, many of us can. It's about the mindset change. A lot of it is yeah. about changing our mindset in, hey, this is what I have in my plate. You know, I'm going to yeah. enjoy this food. I'm going to look at my plate. So I do a lot of... um therapy work too with my clientele (laughs) (laughs) I have them look at the plate you know kind of gauge what's in the plate um, see how many colors is in the plate you know am Mm. I getting different fruits and vegetables different kind of grains there are so many grains out there there are so many herbs and spices and so much in there that um, healthy food does not have to taste not so good
1: well the thing is too is like once you start eating that way and you've developed mm-hmm. this pattern of like eating healthy you start you start mm-hmm. craving those things you yes. and when whenever you do eat something like McDonald's or something you're like oh what did yeah. i do Yeah, what did i do to myself yes. i just poisoned yes. myself i know i know oh it's my goodness terrible. yes yeah and so you know it's uh, the gut microbiome i'm mm-hmm. sure you know all mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. if you eat bad things that's what you're going to crave if you eat yes. good things that's what you'll crave
0: 100% 100% it's it's just like uh In one of my um, lectures, I was comparing alcohol and sugar, Mm. you know, so the more sugar we do, the more craving we have for sugar. The less yeah. sugar we do, we have less craving. Right. So it is, you're very right. It's what we are eating and what our bodies are used to, like water, one of the most basic things, yeah. right? But if I didn't drink enough water, my body tells me because it's <laughs> used to that hydration level. Yeah. So it's it's things like that.
1: My boss, uh, like two weeks ago or a couple of weeks ago, he was like uh, asking me what I was drinking. I had a, I think I... I might have had coffee. It might have been first thing in the morning. Yeah. I usually drink like eight ounces of coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't drink anything more than that. Um, but he's like, oh, I drink coffee all day. I haven't drank water in years. And I was like, What? Years. Oh, like, goodness. I was like, What do you, you just drink coffee? And he's like, Yeah. He's like, I never drink water. I don't like water. I'm like, Dude, you need to start drinking some water. Yes. He needs and- to see a
0: dietitian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he took my advice. He started drinking water and he's yes. like, I feel so much better. Does- I I,
0: I say something as basic as water. Seriously. I mean, you don't have to make it. It's free. It's available. (laughs) Guys, drink it. Drink it. Um, It makes such a difference. Starting from gut to mind, to skin, to hair, mm, to everything, yeah. to your joints. It makes a huge, huge difference. So get that water, I mean, it's it's available. You know, I would never leave home without a water <laughs> bottle. That's my number one thing. So I yeah. always carry my water bottle and that's a simple, simple, one of the simplest steps. I always tell everybody, drink your water <laughs> and you, uh, go ahead.
1: Now, I was gonna ask a, qu- a different question um, from aside from the water. Um, when, do, you, do you do any work with, like, any um, athletes or anybody who do extreme physical activities? Do you help provide diets or yes. um, plans for them?
0: Yeah, I do some. Now, my niche, like I said, is primarily weight goals, um, cholesterol, and diabetes. I do, I um, actually was in, uh, when school was on, I was at uh, the different Lansing schools providing... Um, kids i like to call them kids uh <laughs> with uh, uh, uh not meal plans i was trying you know I, it was through junior achievement but i had the best time trying to help these kids um make sure that they were eating that they were nourishing their bodies um so then i met with a few athletes and like i said i do have a few uh clientele who are athletes or who are um uh, for example, training for say a marathon or a half a marathon or um, things like that. Um, so, what
1: would a meal p- meal plan or a nutrition plan look like for them?
0: Uh, basically, you know, again, it would be different for yeah. different people because I would base it on like your height, your weight, right. and how much how much uh, how much training are you doing? Uh, but I would definitely look at uh, protein. Protein is important. Quality of protein. Uh, Is
1: there a way to measure any of this to see like what they need specifically?
0: What do you mean measure?
1: Like uh, to measure their intake.
0: Yeah, I can always. And the benefits of it. Yeah, I can always, for example, I'm just saying, say, you know, I tell you, David, I want you to have about 20 to 30 grams of protein um, every meal. And then I'd give you a chart and tell you exactly how much that would be. So that way you have an idea Um, And that could be coming from plant uh, sources, animal sources. Now, I, myself, like to do the combination of plant and animal because I just see the benefits, so many benefits of uh, plant proteins. So I would, yeah, I would provide you with that. Um, Again, say you came to me, I would, you know, uh, provide you with a plan, again, that is based um, on your uh, lifestyle and what you're training for and so on. Right.
1: Now, when uh, a client comes in and they, let's say they want to lose some weight, um, how do you measure that? Do, how do you measure that they're, if they're getting the, the right amount of nutrients over time? Okay
0: so So what I do, David, typically, um, I will give them um, I send them a food, fluid, mood, um, my log, and I say that as their homework, <laughs> and I have them log it, log in what they're eating and drinking. And they send it to me every Friday. So Fridays are my days that I actually review everybody's food fluid. And then based on that, I will give them uh, my feedback. Um, I will tell you the program I'm running right now is a three-month program. Um, the reason I'm running that is because I did a lot of research and you know uh, ran different programs over the years. <clears throat> I've noticed that um, lifestyle or what we are eating, um, whatever we are consuming, uh, it is a mindset change. So a mindset change does not happen uh, in one visit. It takes, I've noticed, it takes about three months. Now, once they're done with the three months, most of the time, if they're not, I still have my accountability program, but uh, typically the first three months, if they've worked with me, they've changed their lifestyle enough that they are – most of the time, successful in carrying that over. Mm. So coming back to your question of how am I measuring it, um, I'm not measuring it, but I'm gauging it. And what am I gauging when they are sending me their food, fluid, you know. For different people, it might be different things. Like for my diabetics, I will have them write down their blood sugars, you know, or fasting blood sugar, things like that. Um, And what I'm gauging every week is what we are doing. And then I will send them feedback Based on what they're doing, and say, hey, um, maybe can we um, get another serving of, of vegetable here? Can we do, you know, another uh, twenty minutes or weights? Uh, different things, you know, um, yeah. that different people do, of course. Um, so I'll, you know, I'll I'll do that, and then I'll meet them um, the first time is my longer appointment when, you know, I sit down with them, it takes about an hour where we go through, like I said, you know, I have a form that they fill out. I review the form even before I see them. Then we um, sit down together and we go through each thing one by one. And then I see them every couple of weeks because um, I want to make sure they are making the progress that they're supposed to or you know if they're having difficulties i always tell them i'm like there is not just the one thing okay oh i do not like fish i hate fish there's <laughs> something else you know it's not a one thing so i've got many ideas many things uh based on you know what you like what you don't like so um yes and th- that works out really well the three month by the end of three months most of the time. Um, you know, they've lost some weight, definitely. They might not have lost a bunch of weight, like, you know, mm-hmm. again, because they're doing um, uh, healthier lifestyles, but but they lose good amount of weight. And uh, I think most all of my clients are... St- stay in touch with me over the years. And then oh. they keep saying, Mishumi, you know, I'm losing so much because they've picked up the lifestyle that right. I want. That is my main interest is to make sure they've picked it up. And now they're going to follow through with
1: that. Now, when you say that they changed their lifestyle, they changed as like, they started working out more. Um, they're eating healthier. Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean?
0: Yes. And then quality of meals, right? portion sizes, quantity of meals. Um, exercise, relaxation methods, sleep times, food times, meal times. Because sometimes in some professions it, it's hard, you know, to mm. have consistent meal times. So I might teach them how can we still make it work. Right. You know, um, right. I might teach them simple methods of uh, would, meal well, planning or prepping, right. so life is not as hard. Um, and I'm not thinking on my way back home at like six o'clock. What are we going to eat for dinner? And mm. then I'm going to just go out and eat uh, <laughs> because, you know, we have it planned. It's yeah. all done. Um, I have a um, meal plan in place already. So it just takes away that stress also. Yeah,
1: yeah I, that's uh, one thing that's helped me tremendously is meal prepping for the week for mm-hmm. just work. I mean, yes. just like making my lunches for the week. I'll grill some chicken yes. and make some rice and the rice. Ma- mm-hmm. maker whatever yeah uh, the rice cooker, cooker. Yeah, yeah and uh then i'm good i'm yeah, good to go for yeah, the, the yeah. week
0: i still do i still um even to date i do not think i could do as much as i do if i didn't meal plan and meal prep um everything my whole week is kind of you know i it, it might not be exacting but i know like uh you know i'll do meatless mondays right mm. taco tuesdays like I, I know what I'm doing through the right, week. Right. So that way, then I'm, you know, getting my groceries accordingly yeah. over the weekend yeah. and um, then uh, have a plan. And then I've prepped, I've like chopped my vegetables. Maybe I've, you know, put them in little jars. I've, I've got frozen stuff. I'm a huge believer in batch cooking. So all of that, we go over in the three months that they work with me. Um, and then, like I said, by the end of, months most of the time you know they've they've got it you know they're, they're, it's, they're what is, doing well what is
1: the greatest success story that you've you've witnessed in your program or in all of your time of helping people lose weight and change their lifestyles
0: gosh um well i'll tell you about this gentleman uh it was a case of uh auto accident um and he gained a lot of weight um and um, he weighed over 400 pounds when oh. I first met him. Wheelchair bound, so exercise is limited. Uh, so he's somebody I have worked with for a long time, over a year now. Um, and the good part is David, um, he's lost over 100 pounds, of course, um, as we worked together, um, weighing at about 250 now, which is great. Um, he's able to drive back now. Wow. He couldn't do that. He was staining his deck. Um, I mean, these are, and, and you know, the vibrancy in his face at being able to do those things um, just, just makes my day. And uh, I don't think I can actually cite one successful story because I just... Um, every client is not a client to me they mean something to right, me i right. do this with a mission um, yeah it's a passion it's my passion it's my mission i want to make a change i always tell them in the first appointment i'm like listen you and i are a team we will do this together and uh doesn't matter what you know if you have a question or anything you text me you let me know i i want to make the difference in the lives and um so yeah this you know that just came to my mind because that just happened recently but Many, many stories like that, many stories, um, like I said, um, uh, 10 years later, you know, people have texted me <laughs> and thought, me, you know, it, it just makes my day. It yeah. just is so rewarding right
1: well i mean essentially you gave somebody that not you specifically because they're putting the work in but you gave them the tools necessary so that they could have their life back and live a fulfilling life exactly because i mean when you when you're super overweight like that it it hinders you in so many different ways like you you can't do things that Mm -mm. like a somebody who's smaller doesn't even think about like i have a friend who's severely overweight he lost a lot of weight with him and i (sighs) trained together i helped meal prep for him for a long time, he lost Us. like over 150 pounds, and then he gained it all back, just because he stopped. Yeah. And um, but like the thing is, like one of the things that he wants to do is be able to get on an airplane and fly somewhere. But he's mm-hmm. so big, he's like, I, I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. it's like those kind of things that you just exactly. like I wouldn't even think about. He I know he can't I know. do. We
0: don't. You're you're so right. You know, there are little things that we don't think about that somebody yeah. who is over you know overweight or you know has so much body weight yeah. it, it little movements are harder right. for them um starting from like joints to everything yeah. um it's 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 huge and the biggest i think the biggest reward for me was when he came back and says mishumi i've never felt so energetic wow so that to me you know that was a big deal yeah because um he was just so heavy it was so hard he always felt tired yeah just tired um and then just uh making those changes has made That's amazing uh such a difference yeah
1: i always tell my wife because we both work at general motors and uh we, we okay. work on the assembly line so it's yes. physical all day long you're yes. just constantly going and going and of going course. and we both work out we eat healthy for the most part mm-hmm. most generally yes and yeah, I have energy, and but like, there's a lot of people there that are severely overweight. They drink Mountain Dew all day, <gasps> smoke cigarettes. Like, you know, just yeah. everything you're not supposed yeah. to do, they do. Yes, they do. Drinking energy do. drinks. i yes. like,
0: yes, yes. And the like, more you do it, the more you're yeah. going to fall in that vicious circle, right? You know.
1: Yeah, I try to stay away from energy drinks because they're addictive, very, especially um like the healthy ones, like the healthier ones, mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you feel like you're doing something good, but you're not.
0: No, you're not. No. I always say when, whenever you're having a packaged food or a drink and it has more than five ingredients in it, (laughs) don't do it. (laughs) So it's not water. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'd rather, you know, seriously, I'd rather you uh, mix in some salt and sugar in your water, make your own like lemonade. If you want something sweet, we all crave sweets. Yeah. Rather than have those cans of whatever gum right. is in there, yeah, um, it, it's just not good long term. No, it is it's not. not good.
1: No, I mean you have all kinds of stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what does uh going off the rails look like to you? For you, like when whenever you want to like eat bad or do something uh like I don't know, little yeah. little let loose. What do you what do you yeah. eat? What do you do?
0: Um, I eat everything, David starting from ice cream to cookie to everything. But I do that in moderation. Mm. Um, and uh, if today you told me, say, you know, we are working together and you go, me, I had a cookie. No big deal. Who doesn't have a cookie, right? right? It's something that's part of our lives. Food is comfort also. What I would say is, um, how did we do, David, throughout our week? Did we maybe have an apple with the cookie? <laughs> and did we have uh break break our cookie and not sit and have like a big cookie or sit with like this whole bag of chips um very often people might tell me, and more than sweets, I for myself you know I crave salty, savory mm. things, yeah. um, so say I wanted potato chips, just saying, you know, I would definitely satisfy my craving so i would get potato chips but i would just get like a small bowl of potato chips i might cut up some cucumbers or something with it and then have that um instead of sitting with a bag of potato (laughs) chips and having the whole thing so that's the difference so yeah i i honestly i mean if you ask me i i love different texture of food i love different foods i i try everything um the only thing that i don't do is red meat Um, but other than that, you know, I, I do, but I, I think I do it in portion control. Um, I, I just, and and I've gotten so used to it that I don't even have to think about it now. You know, I could possibly do like a small cookie or, you know, break a bigger cookie and I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. I I just, it, it satisfies me and I'm good with that.
1: Yeah. That's something that I've had to learn a lot about because, I would do these crazy diets, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'd do the carnivore diet, and then I would have a cheat day or something, and then i just feel bad about myself. And it's like, and then that's what spirals people out of control is when they have a cheat day, then they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, I already cheated, so I'm going to continue cheating. And then they just fall out of that pattern. Mm -hmm. And then that's, you know, in a lot of ways why those diets aren't successful.
0: Not at all. And Um, that's what leads to a lot of eating disorders too, Yeah, specifically in like the younger clientele, because, you know, it just... They just then view themselves as failures, you know, because then they're not able to follow through and just, oh my goodness, I'm failing at this. No, no, no. So we don't want to set those kind of patterns right. in anybody. Uh, enjoy everything, eat everything in proportion. And, yeah. you know, um, uh, another part is to savor everything we eat. Um, in this um I mean, in our country here, what we tend to do, I think it's always such a fast-paced lifestyle we lead that we are, you know, sometimes eating lunch on the go. I'm working and I'm eating. No, no, no. It's okay to take my 15 to 20 minutes to sit, enjoy my lunch, Mm, you know, and to look at my plate, to see what I'm eating. (laughs) Uh, Because otherwise, say, I'm just saying, it's, uh, you know, we are sitting in an office and people have bought in food. I'm eating, eating, I'm attending the meeting, I'm eating more. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah. You know, I need to know how much am I eating? Am I eating thoughtfully? Am I thinking about it? Right. So those are some of the things um, I kind of look into or I try to do myself too.
1: I laugh at that because <laughs> um, working at GM, we used yes. to, when we had three shifts, we would have 24-minute uh, lunches. And so you, ha- you would have to go to the bathroom, you would have to fill up your water, warm up your food, and then eat your food within 24 minutes. Goodness. And so, if for, and I started when I was 18. So, I, I formed this habit of where I just scarf my food down as fast yeah, as possible. Yeah. So, now when I go somewhere, <laughs> when I go like to a restaurant or something, yes. I'm like just shoveling just my eating face. Everything quick. And, and every, <laughs> I could tell, like, I've caught people staring yeah. at me, like, like Dude, what does he do? Slow down. <laughs> and it's a problem. <laughs> it's a huge problem. But I, I've, that's something I've tried to actively slow down and, and take my time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad. Uh, I think that makes a huge difference. Um, dinner time, family time, taking that time, and also plating our foods versus getting everything down and let me just keep eating, eating, eating <laughs> to nobody's yeah. end. You know, those are some of the simple tricks um, that we can incorporate um, to just even start on a healthy pathway.
1: Yeah, so. So what does a, a typical day look like for you as far as diet, nutrition, and exercise? Uh, do you, what do you do?
0: So typical day, I wake up, I drink my um, lemon water, which, you know, uh, I like. So I, I make sure I'm hydrating. Um, I do that, and then I spend some me time in my meditation, yoga. Um, I have some music, calming music that plays in the household. Um, and then uh, we start with breakfast. Uh, my, uh, Like I was telling you, David, I think our children follow through with a lot of things we do. And I feel blessed. Both my girls are extremely healthy. Awesome. Uh, so my younger one is back home from college right now. And she's ma- been making these. I don't know if you've been following on social media, but she's been making these awesome smoothies. Love it. Um, you know, lots of fruits and um, vegetables, and and they taste so good, they taste so good. So, yeah, you know, I do that, and uh, possibly some nuts or something, Um, and so we do our breakfast, um, and then, of course, um, depending because I work at so many different places. So uh, if it's a day for like a nursing home where I might be doing the charting for my nursing home clients, that would be different. Versus if I'm doing my one-on-one clients, that also is virtual, but that's something uh, I would um, do. I, of course, always, always sit sit with my huge bottle of water, (laughs) uh, making sure I'm hydrating, and I also... Um, follow what I'm telling my clients in the sense I'm making sure I'm moving around doing all of that Um, and then um, typically I try to log off or get done by 4 4 30 and that's when uh, my dog comes down she knows Uh, mom's done (laughs) so then we go for a nice long walk which is therapeutic for me Um, and then um, you know we get ready for dinner um, which is, I, I like to say, is fairly balanced. Now, um, in between this, I do try to do some cardio. I try to do some weights. Um, and I'm trying to think. So, yeah, that's, that's you know, a typical lifestyle. Weekends, um, I do meal plan and prep quite a bit, get my groceries. I have to be... Um, or I am, I think, very organized. Things have to be on time for me. <laughs> yeah. That's very important. And I think that played, David, a huge, um, or had a huge impact on my lifestyle because that's how I grew up growing up. Uh, things, lunch would be at a certain time, mm-hmm. dinner would be at a certain time. We do, for example, always get dinner done by 6, 6.30, and I try not to snack after that. So that, you know, helps me um, stay in the regimen uh, for example, in an hour, two hours, if I needed to go work out, I would do that. So things, yeah, like that. Um, and later in the evening, that is again, my me time where I do my research. That is a big part that I absolutely love. If I don't do that, I don't feel good. So I, um, do my research because nutrition is a changing science. Yeah, yeah. So I belong to these different groups. And, um, you know, we kind of bounce off ideas and then I read whatever the latest research is um, on whatever. And that's how, if you notice, um, we publish our blogs or on social media. I have students. I have uh, students who work for me. Really? Uh, yes. Oh. Uh, but then, you know, whenever they're posting anything or doing any of that, you know, I'm giving them the ideas. So that's how we are um, setting things. Um I also write my own books, -books. ebooks. The reason I write that is for my clientele. Um, So if you go on my website, you'll see I have a bunch of ebooks with meal plans, recipes, ideas. It's for, you know, people buy them off my website too, but it's also for my clientele. So in between, you know, I'm giving them something to kind of keep them encouraged. Like I'm giving them these recipes, like, hey, let's try these recipes, you know. Or if somebody is on, say, on an anti-inflammatory, I have an anti-inflammatory book that I've written. So I'd be like, let's, you know, let's try some of these recipes from here. So things like that. uh,
1: That's very cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. I did want to ask you one more question um, about uh, um, uh, fasting. Do you, do you, what do you, what is your opinions on fa- like inter- intermittent fasting?
0: Um, intermittent fasting, um, I have a few clients who are doing it right now and I say as long as the rest of the time, say you're doing, um, like say 12, you know, 12, 12 or whatever, 10, 14, um, number one, I feel like the time where we are eating, you still have to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, follow through with your intermittent fasting uh, things. I think I've seen fairly good results, specifically in people who are um, kind of like me, if they follow certain routine, they're able to do it. Now, there are some clients who just cannot, you know, who can't follow that routine. Or I have some clients that I would need to Uh, We would do a snack just because otherwise their blood sugars dip and then they just don't feel good. So it very much depends person to person. I think... Um, fasting is good as long as we are not overdoing it beyond so many hours. It it I just feel like it's too much. Uh, and then I hear these stories of people who are fasting for say sixteen, eighteen hours, and the rest of the time they're eating whatever you know they're <laughs> on site. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not going to you know work long term right. again. Yeah. Um, uh, if it's if it's something that. Works for you, meaning you know, um, eight, ten hours, twelve hours, it's not a big deal, right? Yeah. To keep that fast. And if you, uh, like I've noticed, uh, especially uh, with uh, even some of my weight loss or weight goal clients, they do very well with it because then they're like, okay, after this time, I just don't want to eat anymore, right? You know, they're having a good, nourishing dinner, yeah, and then they're done. So,
1: that's uh, I, I've gotten into fasting, i fasted for a few years now but when wow. I first started yes. um I, it was pretty strict it would be like 16 8 or 16 8 is what mm-hmm. and I still do 16 8 for the most part yeah um but it's not something that I necessarily follow exactly anymore mm-hmm. it's something that like I know I mean I'm in a regimen schedule because I work at General Motors sure. so lunchtime is always at the same time every yeah. single day so yeah. that's the time I eat every day is lunchtime right so what like let's say on a day off like on a weekend um I'll I'll just eat like I'll work out and then I just I'll eat after that or something. You know, I'm not necessarily focused on yes. eating at 11 o'clock, yes. but I just eat when I'm hungry. Right. So, right. um, yeah, so I don't necessarily stick to the 16-8 anymore, but I, I've seen huge benefits. Have you? Yeah. Have you? Good. Yeah, Good. I've lost a lot of weight doing yeah. it. Yeah. And not that I'm losing weight. not my goal. No, no, no. But it's just like I'm, it's I just... actually can maintain that way. Yes, yes. So. And
0: I say it's all about maintenance. You know, if it's something yeah. that you're able to maintain – there's nothing wrong in it like for example for me after 7 in the evening i just don't like to eat anymore yeah. you know i'm done yeah um and i'm good because i've had a really good dinner um and and my body doesn't need not to say ten years from now you know if i if i feel like my you know i'm really hungry or i'm starving or my body needs it um i might you know i might do it again right uh, and just like you david say over the weekend, you know, we have an invitation. We are going somewhere or eating out or whatever, you know. And if it's, say, 7.38, I would, I you know, I would. Right. But typically, I try to get dinner done. That way, we are not eating anything after that. So, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Well, Mishumi, um, is there anything else you would like to promote on the podcast or talk about?
0: Yeah. Uh, Not really, I think you got it all covered, (laughs) uh, David. I just, um, I love that you do this for local businesses. Thank you again. And um, I, uh, you know, if I also, the only other thing is I also, I do one-on-one clients. I also offer group sessions. Um, So if ever anybody's interested in that, or if there is, like you were saying with GM, there's companies that I do wellness with also, that's Mm. been a lot of fun and they love it. Uh, so, you know, you well, uh, should
1: definitely get like a contract with General Motors because <laughs> there's a lot of people that could use even it. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I am contracted with a few companies like that. So, things like that. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think we are good.
1: Okay, awesome. And then your website will be in the show notes. So, Perfect. I'll put the link there. Yep. Awesome. Perfect. All awesome. Right. Thank you.
0: Thank you, David.